Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and the host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Kat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to the show, everyone, tonight. And I've got to tell you, we have some truly, truly extraordinary people with us this evening. Let me tell you about uh, a new book that's coming out that's very, very close to my heart. As as you know, I am a three-time breast cancer survivor, and there's a book coming out called Advocacy Heals You. As you know, I am a big advocate for cancer and illness and and anybody going through the grieving process of having lost a loved one. And our two guests tonight are going to be Joni Aldrich and Christopher Jerry. And in this book that they have just completed, it focuses on advocacy from the event to emotional healing. And the authors are Joni Aldrich and Chris Jerry, and they're going to be bringing advocacy into the much-needed spotlight through their combined 20 years of advocacy experience and the experiences of guests on Advocacy Heals You, the radio program. So we're going to be talking about how the event, and when we're talking about an event, we're not talking about um, you know an event where you would go to network, meet people. We're talking about the event of the crisis, and it can leave you devastated, but it can also expose the need and exposes the needs you need to know in order to get through it. So they're talking about the call. Uh, for advocacy and how it may lead you to ask questions like, who, me? Chris and Joni want you to get past the objectives and answer, why not me? Because anybody who's who's slammed with cancer or, or a profound illness goes, why me or, or who, me? And, and the answer is because you're human. You know, that's why. There, there's no necessarily no other reason, you know, kind of why not? So there's never been a better time to combine networking, the ripple effect, and social media tactics to meet your advocacy objectives on a local, national, or an international level. And even more important is the personal fulfillment that Joni and Chris want you to realize that advocacy does to actually heal you. And I, I so believe what they're saying because when I was going through my cancer treatments, I found that by helping others took my focus off of me. And as soon as I took that negative focus of, oh, I don't feel good today, or, oh, yes, more of my hair is falling out, when I took that focus off of me, I began to heal. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And so since we do have so much to cover, I want to bring Joni and Chris on as soon as I give you a little more about them. Joni is the co-owner and the producer of W4CS.com, and that is the Cancer Support Network. She's also the author of six books 
on surviving cancer, caregiving, brain illness, and grief. Now, Chris is also an author, a speaker, a radio host, and patient safety advocate. Oh, my goodness, I could go on and on for days about that one. And he's also the president and CEO of the Emily Jerry Foundation. So welcome to the show, Joni and Chris. Oh, thank, thank you, you so Pat. much. We're yeah, so uh, glad that you're here. So, we're, we're so Joni glad to be Chris, here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, let's start with you, Joni. Losing your loved ones changed both of you, and uh, it, it changed your lives, and it brought you and Chris together to focus on being of service to others through advocacy. At least that's what I'm picking up from all the information that you sent me, and there was pages and pages of it. You guys are truly amazing. So starting with you, Joni, please share the journey with us for those of uh, of our listening audience that don't don't really know you yet, but I know they're going to love you once they know more about you. So how did this journey start and end for you? Well, Kat, it, it came to me much like it did you, except for I wasn't the one receiving the words, you, you have cancer. I was the one sitting next to my husband, who was 43 at the time, listening to those words and at that time at that moment in time that's what we call the event there's a a pivotal change that happens in your life and you never look at things quite the same again it's a matter of perspective and when you're sitting in that chair and you hear that about someone that you love someone that you've lived that has been a key part of your life for 20 years uh, you don't know at that moment how the event is going to change you, but um, I know that you know we we have a lot to cover on the interview, so I'm going to fast forward and and just let you know that there were things that happened in my experience with my husband Gordon that uh, changed my perspective forever on healthcare in general. We we can no longer live in a world cat, and you probably know this from your own experience, where we believe that the doctor can be solely responsible for our health care. We have to be an active part of that. And uh, it it really surprised me and shocked me when Gordon was diagnosed. There were many decisions that needed to be made. And uh, we leaned on his health care team, and unfortunately, they kind of let us down. They really let us down. And after three months of treatment, he was, uh, no, after five months of treatment, he was three times worse than before he'd ever been treated at all. And we had to take active measures to um, change strategies, of course. And unfortunately, um, it led to Gordon dying at the age of 45 from metastatic brain cancer. So the things that we learn the need, uh, was for patients to be empowered, alert, and involved. And then, of course, several years later, uh, I went into the cancer emergency mode again when my 83-year-old mother was diagnosed with uh, metastatic lung cancer. So all of these things um, came to me and and showed me critical needs, and uh, that's the reason for the books. That's the reason for the radio shows and now this incredible book that Chris and I are are putting out, uh, Helping Advocates. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's so what's really important about what you and Chris are doing is you're sharing the things that you learned so that people don't have to reinvent the wheel. Because uh, right now our stats are telling us that one in three people will come down with some form of cancer sometime in their life. That's a lot of people, and that's a lot of people that we don't want have to want to have to go out and reinvent the wheel. Learn from us. We're you know we're happy to teach you. So Chris, um, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about your story um, so that we we can know where you started and, and where you ended and where you are now. Yes. Uh, well, before I get started in in, in sharing this with you, Kat, and mm-hmm. and with our listeners, um, but I want to mention to everyone who is listening right now is that this is really the book. Joni and I are so excited about the, our our new book. Company that's coming out, Kat, because this is the book that I wish I would have had in Mm -hmm. my hands when I was going through uh, the horrible, horrible, horrible journey that I was on. And I was feeling very lost. I was feeling very alone and in a very dark place. I felt like, I felt like, I was carrying the world on my shoulders and mm-hmm. I felt like there was nobody else like me, nobody else going through what I went through. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted, all I wanted was some direction, some guidance. I knew that my journey was uniquely different. I know everybody's journey is uniquely different, I guess is the point I'm trying to make yet. Mm-hmm. They they are Everybody. different, but yeah, and they all have the similarity. One of them is the fact that you just said it right here. Nobody else like me. But the truth of the matter is, Chris, we all, when we're going through this, we all share yes. that same yes. pain and need. Yes, and 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 to speak to what further to what you're saying, Kat, Joni and I are so excited about is we really feel that this is that magic book that I wish I could have had, and. This is that magic, when I say magic book, I'm saying, no, this is not going to provide all the answers to people going through their hard times. But what our book that we're very proud of is going to help people find those common threads that Joni and I have discovered through interviewing hundreds of of people on our iHeart uh, Radio Talk Show, um, Advocacy Heals You. Mm-hmm. What we've discovered in this incredible radio show uh, that we've been blessed to, to to co-host is that even though each person's advocacy journey is uniquely different to them, those dark moments and things that I mean, Mm -hmm. there are so many common threads that we all share together um, as advocates and as people, as human beings, Kat, that that, that be in the hands, Joni and I believe, not just, just because we wrote it, 
we believe this book should be in the hand of every person on this planet can pull something from our book that is they're gonna they're gonna find lines up with what they're going through right now. Their dark mm-hmm. moments that they're going through right now. And what Joni and I are really um hoping for is precisely that word, that word hope. What we want to give through this book, we want people giving people, other people that they care and love. And we want, I, at least I want, and I think Joni feels the same way, I want to have, I want to have people giving this book, Advocacy Heals You, to those people that are encountering all different types of of adversity unexpectedly, that are getting blindsided, that are in their darkest moments. I, I, I want this book to be in the hands of those people, the people that I think this book will help, Kat, are those mm-hmm. that are, are are those that are in their darkest moments like I was where I was looking up to the sky I'm a, I'm a very religious person I, I believe in God but when I was going through my ordeal which I'm about to uh, explain with my 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 daughter the loss of my uh beautiful 2-year-old daughter Emily Jerry uh in 2006 when that this was all going down, Kat, I was looking up to God saying, Really, God? Really? This is your plan for me? This is what you want me to do? And did you get an answer? I certainly did. And, Kat, what, was, and what, I, what was your answer? What 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 did you feel the that answer you... was the answer mm-hmm. the answer was the answer cat was Chris, you can't bring Emily back here to Earth. You're going to see her again one day. The real answer was plan. You need to follow your calling. This is your call. God gave me a Mm wake-up call. He said to me that... So he actually, with this crisis, he gave you the path to get on your purpose in life. And your purpose is, is, I would say, to advocate for others. Yes, yes. It's Mm -hmm. all about Mm -hmm. everybody. This work that I've, and this blessing, I'll say, that was given to me by God, uh, and and this blessing is the work that, that we all do today as advocates is the... It, it's been such an incredible journey, Kat, because um, I've learned so much in these past almost 10 years now since Emily's passing. I've learned so much, Kat, about about you know reaching deep down inside when something like this happens, what happened to my daughter, which I keep... Um, well, you've been, you, I, I, yeah, I, you've been you've been telling us about your daughter, and so now our our, our interest is extremely peaked. Give us a little, okay. you know, tell us what happened. Okay, here's here's what happened. I was living the American dream, mm-hmm. or 
for whatever that might mean. I was living the American dream in my mind, Kat, in that I was a very, very successful um, uh, business person in international business, in technology, in medical imaging. I was working with large multinational um, corporations like Siemens Medical Systems over in Erlang in Germany, Philips Medical Systems in the Netherlands, so on and so forth. And I have a beautiful son, or I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say beautiful, a handsome son that I'm very proud of. His name is Nate uh, Jerry. And when Nate was born, um, I realized that every child born into this world is just such a miracle. And so Nate is born, um, Catherine's born, I'm living the American dream, I'm living in a big, almost 5,000 square foot home, I'm driving the, you know, the $90,000 Lexus SUVs, uh, we don't have a, a worry uh, as a family, financially, life is great, we're going on vacations together, so on and so forth. It's what I always aspired to have. Yeah. Mhm. And so then, what happened? Then, what, what brought all that to then, an end? Then, then we were given the additional gift right after we move into this big, sprawling. I will, you know, compared to where I live now, this this place was a mansion. We're living in this mansion, and then God gives us another gift. My my wife and I, a gift, another gift. And that was the birth of Emily. Emily Jerry. That's my little girl. And Emily Jerry, when Emily was born, Kat, I'll tell you what, this little girl, this little girl has had such a, a, a strong spirit, such a strong vibe that I, she was always happy, Kat. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking I'm, about I'm, a little, a little baby, a little baby that wasn't was a little different than my other two children, which are also miracles. I'm telling you, so Kat. So let's let's Emily, fast forward. Emily, Emily from, was the kind let's of person. Let's fast forward, could, Jared, mm-hmm. Let's fast forward because we've actually only got 11 minutes left of the show. So I'd like oh, to kind of. Oh my! Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's okay, okay. So, so here's um, you know what, what? Hold I'm on, living... everybody. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna do a quick uh, uh, commercial, and we will be right back to find out exactly what happens to change uh, of our authors. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Welcome back, everybody. And we have with us on our show today Joni Aldrich. And Chris Jerry, and we are in the process of um, finding out how their events changed their life. There was something in their life that changed it, changed the direction. And we know that for Joni, it was the death of her beloved husband, Gordon. So, Chris, quickly tell us 
how Emily's death changed your life, how that took place, because I really oh. wanted to ask a few sure. things about your book. Okay. I was living the American dream, and all of a sudden, uh, Emily was diagnosed with having a grapefruit-sized mass in her abdomen, unbeknownst to us, and we were horrified. We got the shocking news, the shocking diagnosis, like you t- I, I'm assuming you talk about on this show all the time. Mm-hmm. And then what I happened? Thought, I thought this is the end. It was what I was thinking in my head. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And then uh, we got on a, got her on a course of treatment. Um, her oncology team thought that it could be treated very well. This tumor could be treated well with a, a toposide. And it was treated. And within six months, the tumor had miraculously miraculously disappeared yet. Mhm. Wow. There wasn't even any, wasn't even any uh residual uh scar tissue so, remaining. So then what, what happened what what happened to your daughter? She didn't die of the of the of the tumor. What happened? What did what, what happened what actually... was on 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 the very last day. Well they once 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 we got this wonderful news they recommended one final three-day round of chemotherapy to make just to make sure that um, there's no residual uh, cancer cells remaining in Emily's body that could pop up later in life and cause her difficulty. Mm-hmm. And so we agreed to that, and and that makes sense to me. Still today, I would do it. And Emily, uh, we brought Emily in for her her what was supposed to be her last three-day round, everything, we actually brought her in on her second birthday kit. So was it actually the last chemo that, that, that was, was the undoing of It was of the Emily? very, yeah, yes, it was the very Okay, last. all right. Well, you know, that is, that is just, that, that certainly explains why you're an advocate, you know, an advocate so we, for people so going through this. this. So, Joni... What is, you know, if I had to say that that you guys took your lemons that you were given in life and turned them into lemonade, Joni, tell me what it is that is in your lemonade because I would say that you definitely sweeten it with your advocacy. What else is in your lemonade? Well, here's the thing that Chris and I have discovered, um, Kat, and and I have to tell you, he was literally, uh, it wasn't just his daughter's loss that devastated him. There was much more than that. But what we've discovered is that we go into advocacy with every intention of helping other people. This is our focus. Mm -hmm. The event happens, the need is is shown and then we go into advocacy thinking that we are going to help other people sidestep the landmines so to speak and then we find the most amazing thing through our efforts we are actually healed so mm-hmm. it, it's the ama- this amazing thing that happens through it not only do we help other people now it's not an easy road 
as a matter of fact, uh, we, you know, writing the last chapter today, you know, talking about what you do as an advocate. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. You know this. You you do it. Right. You actually have to talk about things that you that are the hardest times of your life, and you have to do it just mm-hmm. like with Chris. You know, he's emotional about uh, Emily with good reason because you mm-hmm. know he lost beautiful little girl and it's hard for me to still choke down you know uh talking about gordon we do these things because of the lessons and the needs that we've seen to help other people so this is how you can take people an average ordinary person we don't go into advocacy or or we don't we don't have an intention necessarily to go into advocacy when when the event happens and even when we see the need for me it was a calling i took a walk on the Mm -hmm. beach and came out walk writing books you know don't Mm -hmm. know how that happened a little bit of a divine intervention there but Mm -hmm. um advocates are are regular people that see a need that reach out a hand to help other people and it's something that you know you can't unhappen the the event you can't unsee the need and um just like the amazing work that chris has done uh with uh, patient safety movement and uh with preventable medical errors and you know i'm a cancer and caregiving advocate and you're you're a cancer advocate uh, we try to help other people find a better way mm-hmm. so uh, can you Joni can you quickly give us uh, a key to uh, fast track results and emotional fulfillment because uh, your your book is advocacy heals you the event the need the call 15 keys to fast track results and emotional fulfillment so can you give us one of those keys well, the number one key, um, Kat, is that you you sit back a lot of cases when you see this need and you say, well, there are other people more qualified to do this than I am. Well, you know, it comes with taking that one step and realizing what one person can do. And the very first chapter in the book, as a matter of fact, is called what one person can do. You have to realize that there are many people in history, such as one that I cite as Ben Franklin, and what if somebody had looked at Ben, just to give kind of an amusing story and see a little bit about my writing style, what if somebody had mm-hmm. looked at him when he said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to fly a kite in an electric storm and I'm going to invent electricity? What if somebody had looked at him and said, Ben, are you crazy? Are you crazy? You know, are you? you you're going to get killed. You know. Have you lost so your marbles? The, have you? Yeah. Here, Ben, drink this pint. You know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, what we want people to know is that advocacy is ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and you mentioned in the introduction one of the great points too and that is that it's never been a better time to be an advocate we now have more resources and more ways to be impactful and get involved than we ever have before so the world wide yeah. web has made all things possible oh i absolutely agree and in your book advocacy heals you the event the need the call 15 keys to fast track results and emotional fulfillment is definitely a book where you want to read it before you need it we're down to our last two minutes of the show so chris can you tell our audience how they can find out more about you 
Oh, certainly. Uh, if if uh, our listeners would like, uh, they can go and learn more about Emily's tragic tragic uh, story and the good work that the Emily Jerry Foundation is doing at www.emilyjerryfoundation.org. Mm-hmm. Great, great. And and uh, Joni, how can uh, how can our listeners find you or something you're doing or uh, just follow you? Well, uh, very quickly, I'd like to say as well, Advocacy Hills You, the book, is not out yet. Uh, it should be out in early fall, and uh, it's by Motivational Press. So if you want to learn more about the book, uh, go to the Motivational Press website, and there's a press release. My website is Joni, J-O-N-I, Aldrich, A-L-D-R-I-C-H, dot com cat and chris and i want to thank you so much for having us on the show today oh yeah definitely oh, and i just want to say one so more welcome. thing cat if i could mm-hmm. yes you've got and that is seconds. um okay i would like our listeners if they would like to um i don't know if Joni's gonna have a problem with this or not but i'm just starting to get into this whole social media thing and mm-hmm. so if any of our listeners would like to Friend me on Facebook or Joni, for that matter. I think I can speak for you, Joni. Uh, that would be great. Friend us, okay? Please. Okay. Well, our listeners will go and, and look for you on Facebook. And I just want to read something quickly that that uh, that they wrote to dedicate to the advocates of the world. While every road to advocacy is somewhat different, there are similarities, and it's those similarities that connect us. Thanks so much for being on the show with us tonight, Joni and Chris, and thank you to all the listeners. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Canada Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.